0: back baby we're back man We in this bitch episode six yeah yes yeah, yeah, it's, good, it's been a while i I'm, know yeah i missed you luke yeah i missed you too, buddy it's good it's to good be back here It's good to be back yeah yeah we've been um less than spectacular at putting these things out in a timely fashion well it's been a busy couple of weeks for both of us yeah yeah uh i mean i'm hopefully everyone knows by now but i mean i'm a comedian and you're a musician mm-hmm. and We've been getting a lot of work lately, Yeah, to be honest. Yeah. So what we're trying to say is that it's like really hard being like a successful artist. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not as easy as everyone says. But we want to get them out you know, on a schedule if we can. Maybe yeah. someday. Maybe someday in the future. We, are, we were good about it up until these last... We, we recorded the last two, the Basket Case and the Life Force, close together. Put them out bi-weekly. Yeah. Now we're getting back on the schedule. We're off a little bit. We're, we're back on schedule. We'll together. get back. We'll get our groove back. Yeah. Um, so I, I heard there's been a lot of, uh, a lot of Twitter, uh, Twitter activity for, uh, deadheads. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Deadheads have really been, uh, the, uh, trending here in Boston. That's crazy. Yeah, I heard something like thousands of them were gathering at Fenway Park this past weekend. Yeah, for some uh, apparently we share a lot of fans with uh, this band. Yeah, de- Dead and de- the Dead and Friends, Dead and Company, Dead and Company. Yeah. Right. So apparently, the, the, a dead lo- co- the Dead Company. Yeah, we we have to reach out to them. Because it apparently, good hor- some good it's also a promotion. horror. Yeah, I think they're also a horror movie. A, podcast. Horror, a Horror band. So they're probably like the Misfits, probably kind of. Yes. Okay. Interesting. But yeah, they're called their fans are called deadheads as well, which is annoying because right after we start calling our fans deadheads, all of a sudden this band is playing at Fenway Park and they're calling their fans deadheads. It's you know, it it's fine. It's weird. I mean, our listenership hasn't gone up that much, but right. I mean, the promo was still good, right? So at least people are like excited about it. True. You know, if we can get a couple in between to at least listen, then that's right. like true. That's good for us. You yeah. know. Yeah. So thank you, uh, Dead in, Dead and Company. Yep. Thank it, you, Dead and Company, for. Uh, for pushing the brand. Yeah, we appreciate that. We really, really do. And they're yeah, their um lead singer, um, Bob Weird. Bob Weird. Oh, that is a very So that's a horror band name. Yeah, so they're very into the whole horror movie thing too. They're kinda getting in on our style a little bit, but uh hey yeah, I agree, man. Nothing wrong with cross promotion, you know, and to be influencing um, you know, current bands like that is cool. It's fine with me. It is cool. We're directly affecting pop culture. Yeah. You know. Which I always thought would be, was going to happen it's for It's kind us. of the goal, yeah, from day one. It's pretty undeniable. Like yeah. I said, we're pretty successful artists. Right. In our fields. Yeah, maybe The Dead and Co. could take a little something out of our book, Bob we, Weird. Maybe in the comedy world, people will start doing more horror comedy. Right. You know? Not enough. No, there's not enough horror comedy out there. Speaking of which, congratulations on the Thunderfest. Here. Yes. Here. Thunderfest was a huge success. Yes. Yeah, uh, we sold out. Uh, Four out of five of our shows. It's awesome. awesome. It was amazing. It was like, so for anyone who doesn't know, it's the Thunder Bar comedy that Brandon is a host for the, the Bad Bad Show. Yes, sir. And um, and the open mic, right? And some mm-hmm. certain it, other things. And we had uh, our first festival with Kurt yeah. Metzger. Yeah. And uh, Comics from all over the country. And it was a uh, it was a valiant success. Yeah, I, I got to I go one say. night um, and I got to see Mark Gallagher, who we had on the show for the Friday 13th, two episodes. <laughs> and it was awesome. He was hysterical. Although you didn't know it was Mark Gallagher I, and I didn't when it was know up, it was him the end. He, he was very happy when I told Dude. him that you did. Had, <laughs> it took you so long it, to realize the whole time because we had seen we were you know I saw you beforehand and you said that you were talking to Mark and I was like <laughs> oh cool Mark's here, and then you know, there was a couple of comedians, it was funny, uh, Malin hosting it and everyone and it was good, and then Mark went up there and I was just like who the fuck is this guy? And he has that whole character. There's this girl that I like. like not, and we were, me and my friends were cracked. My, my buddy, uh, Bob Silius was in town from, um, the great state of Colorado and, uh, we were cracking up and then halfway through, I was like, holy fuck, that's Mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. It was him. <laughs> that, that happens a lot for him. People, uh, that's great. People will have no idea. Like they'll know him and they'll right. see him do stand up in his characters and they have, absolutely no clue that that was him. That's amazing. I ha- I booked him on a show and he did three different characters and then did a set as himself and no one <laughs> no, knew not. that it was all the same person. Like, These four, four comedians. Yeah, he's great. a master. Tonight. That man's yeah. a master. Yeah, he is really funny. So he's got his one-man show coming up, right? Yeah. I'll, I'll, let's plug that. We'll plug that. August plug, 20th yeah. Yeah. at the Griffin Theater. Uh, oh. Go see Mark Gallagher's one-man show yeah. in uh, Salem, Massachusetts. Yeah, very funny. Very funny stuff. Absolutely. Homie plug for sure. There you go. Um, I'm excited for this one. The last episode yeah. was pretty fun. Yeah, uh, that was go, fun. Listen, listening back, I felt like I learned just as much as the first time. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was a learning episode. Because I, I, at first, uh, when we did it, listen, like thinking about it afterwards, I'm like, we didn't talk about life force at all, and you know, we, we we talked did. about it more than I thought we did. Yeah, but still, like it, it went off the rails, but in a very good way. I was glad you he did it, you know, because even like listening back, I was like. Uh, we're talking too much about Life Force, you know. Yeah, it's an interesting movie to dissect because of the, it was it, of the story, and it's just kind of a mess of a movie and the history of it. We talked about it. Uh, it yeah, it, what it was worth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's right. worth the amount of. And time Ken talking was great. About. Like he, uh, you know, I mean, shared yeah. a lot. Shared uh, Ken Reed. Yeah, he's got a lot. Of, he's got a lot of fucking interesting opinions. He man. really does, man. And a lot of shit I just had. Like I didn't know Wes Craven started directing porn and. All I mean, that you, stuff, and he's passionate about. I Man, he he knows so many famous people. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Like yeah. he's deep in it. And yeah, anybody who hasn't listened to that and all too. That shit. Yeah, exactly. The hosting the panels. Mm-hmm. So a- any listeners who um, haven't checked it out, check out the last episode, episode five. It's on Life Force, which is a weird movie from Toby Hooper, and then um goes off the rain the rails a little bit when we start talking about the modern state of horror. But this guy Ken Reed is just a, like a fucking source on so many obscure horror movie facts and stuff, and and really cool recommendations for you know some really cool movies that I still haven't gotten really around to checking out but I have my list yeah he's and, a pop culture uh, vault i asked him for yeah. some recommendations and i uh I started watching. some I watched. Uh, I started to watch Night of the Creeps. Oh, cool. that's that's the top um, of my list. He that was the one because I asked him nice. afterwards. I remember when we, you know I was like giving him a ride or whatever, and I was like, so you know I've got this list I took down at the podcast. What do I really need to check out? And Night of the Creeps was. Uh, I'll been. send you a list that that he sent me because I asked oh, him. Yeah. I asked him for some like some horror homework and yeah, stuff like that. Please do. I also watched Black Christmas for the first time. Right, I remember you guys ta- yeah talking about that. And I, have, uh, I still haven't seen that. I, I watched that like last week, and that movie is disturbing. Really. It's great. It's really great. It's for an early slasher. Like it's pretty. Like it. Like freaked me out a little bit. That's when that Ken was talking about. The vo- the voicemails. There's some really creepy. Yeah, voice yeah it's right. these phone calls, and yeah. they're in just. They're crazy. So, Black Christmas? Black Christmas. Send me watch that Black list. Christmas. Yeah. It, it's a very beloved you should, you movie. You know we it's should have meant to watch for a long time. W- why don't we tweet out the list? We'll tweet add we Dead Last Podcast. we Ken Reed's horror movie recommendation. Yeah, yeah. So, anyone listening now can check out that yeah, list, Yeah, there's some strong, like, good deep cuts in there that cool. I definitely want to check out. Some of them I've already seen. Some of them I hadn't. I also started uh, download The Gate, which is the next one I want to watch. Okay. Which is like, um. it's more, it's, I f- I heard that it's qu- kind of like a, kids oriented like are from, like like monster squad kind of yeah, I feel yeah. like which is pretty cool but uh I definitely going to check it out What else have you been watching lately other um, than the Stranger Things that we're getting into tonight Yeah um besides that I can't I know there's another one big one that I watched uh My Bloody Valentine the first My Bloody oh, Valentine Oh ori- the original yeah, yeah yeah no I haven't seen it Uh pretty good yeah. I liked it I I'm glad like with this podcast I'm kind of getting over my uh, my slasher you know getting a little more into yeah, slash i'm getting i'm getting into yeah, it good I mean, i'm getting over whatever i had held against it yeah you know uh it's weird that it had to be friday the 13th to get me over that because i don't feel like that's probably the best example of like slashers as like I, for as, me like, it's my favorite it's like more know? of like a high art kind of thing you know yeah, like right yeah, yeah which i wouldn't i guess none of them really are like high art Halloween. for like ho- horror but um but yeah i'm getting into it good, i'm getting cool. into it i can start to understand right you know that's good there's just so much copycat garbage in between that really dilutes right. it and yeah. obviously sequel stuff gets weird but there are a lot of goodies out there yeah so I watched the movie recently have you seen Green Room I have not okay I have not Green room yeah it came out this year it came out 2016 it was like a limited release I think a limited run um, and it got recommended to me from a couple friends um, the director did this movie Blue Ruin. Have you have you seen, seen Blue Ruin? I was not a fan. I was very excited to see that yeah, movie, and I know, didn't dig it too much. I actually was the same. I d- I watched it with like a, a a room of friends, and it was one of those like every now and then I'll have friends over and watch movies. And be like, "Why?" That's probably not a movie to watch with friends. Nope, definitely. not. They were that. just like, "Why? Why? Why?" Just show us that one. <laughs> and I was like, "I don't know." Jer- Jeremy uh, Solner, uh, Solner. Okay. So, so Green Room, way better. Um, fucking intense as hell. Like really? Whoa. I keep hearing good things about it. It's great. Um, for me, it had so much appeal. It's about a touring punk band. Um, and they really kind of get it down to like what it's. I don't know if this guy has like kind of a background in like '80s punk music or just if he toured in a band, but yeah, here's some like skinhead stuff. Like Patrick yeah, Stewart. And, yeah, like, Patrick Stewart stars and Yeah, so just like the brief, I'll just give a brief rundown of it. Um, it's about a punk band that's touring. It's it's set in modern day. Um, they're at the end of an unsuccessful tour, and so they um. They book the show at the end of their tour in, like, the backwoods of Oregon. And it's, like, this um, neo-Nazi-run punk venue. And they play, and they basically discover some shit in the green room that they weren't meant to see, like, a crime that happened. And it just turns into this, like, face-off of the band, this punk band locked in the green room, and Patrick Stewart, who is the owner of the club. And it's basically the owner trying to clean up this mess that this band saw what they weren't supposed to see, and it's like a face off. He recruits his neo-Nazi cronies and their flesh-eating dogs, and it's them versus a punk band holding a green room in like a neo-Nazi. That sounds awesome. Yeah, and I didn't really know what the I knew there yeah. was like punk stuff and like skinheads involved. I didn't know what the uh, yeah what the plot was. I I, I had an opportunity to get to go see that. Um, at the Coolidge, and they had the director there. Oh, cool! But uh, really, yeah, I had a, I had a, sh- a show that night, and I couldn't. I, they were giving away free tickets. So at my work for it, oh. and, uh, but I couldn't do it. Uh, I wish yeah. I could. Uh, I love going to the Coolidge. It's yeah, because he, this guy Jeremy Saulnier, he's been like pretty, you know, he put Blue Ruin. This is like the third movie he's done, but he's like gaining a lot of steam and recognition. Art, and stuff. art film guy. Yeah, art film guy. Yeah, but yeah, the movie. I won't say much about it. I, I'd recommend it to anybody, you know, any horror fan. But I mean, it is so like visceral and like some of the scenes i mean i could not look at like i mean really graphically intense violence. so definitely a horror, horror movie oh yeah, yeah. Hard, hard survival horror cool because yeah. for blue ruin for whatever it was i didn't like it but like, I, I can definitely see a trend like the skill to transition into yeah. horror like definitely totally there it's this pretty, is pretty this, raw movie absolutely you know yeah this um, is more just straight horror and patrick stewart is so good he's a lot of like, course he is yeah in a role like unlike you've ever seen him he reminded me a lot of um uh gus from breaking bad okay you know nice. uh, the guy who owns like chick the the cold uh, smart motherfucker right exactly the polos chicken yeah, the, yeah. Bro, polos de hermanos, Pollo. Pollo, Pollo de hermanos yeah. don't be ignorant sorry yeah right <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah he's very cold mechanical he, you know everything he says it was funny i watched it with my girlfriend and we were like horrified the entire movie. But it, it goes back and forth between the dialogue. Patrick Stewart, everything he says is so quiet and difficult to hear. We found ourselves, like, rewinding it so we could hear what he was saying. And it'll go between that and then, like, a neo-Nazi punk band playing. And there's, like, scenes where there's, like, a mic feeding back into a PA. So, like, the the difference in, like, decibel level was like, excruciating. Do they play any <laughs> screwdriver? No. No? Great. No. <laughs> um but they cover like the the band and the and it also and it, it stars um which I think is worth note- noting um Anton Yelkin, or Anton oh, Yelchin really? who just passed away recently really in that freak car accident yeah he's the star of the movie I didn't know that and he's fucking awesome in it wow I mean I didn't know he's in that movie yeah I didn't either you know I only knew him from Star Trek wow that's and, so sad it's really sad man because he's really good in this and he's like the he's the kind of the voice of reason he's like the most reasonable little like soft spoken guy. Um and kind of yeah, I won't do you know if a, that was his last movie? I mean, I think it must have been unless I mean unless Star, Star, Star Trek, Star Trek Beyond, probably right? yeah. it must, I guess it's the last one to come out, but yeah, intense, but yeah, I mean, it, it's worth seeing, but it's yeah, if you're not into like the super graphic stuff, there's some scenes in it that are like I had some fucking nightmares that night after really watching, yeah. Yeah, super but. graphic stuff usually isn't my thing. I can take some. Yeah. That seems like the kind of movie they'll be into. It, it, you know, it, it it not, like it's not. It's not just for the, It's not for. gratuitous for the sake of gratuitous. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, the movie has has a, a plot that's and, and it's filmed like the whole movie is better than it should be. You know what I mean? Like, okay. It, it would be a B movie, but the, it's so well directed and creepy. Um, yeah. I mean, it's available now to rent on iTunes. Oh, um, cool. Yeah. So All right. Hell yeah, I'll can check it out. It. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, speaking of movies that are out now. I don't know if I mentioned before, uh The Invitation. Yeah, you is did I on is on Netflix. Right. Definitely watch that. Right. I don't want to say anything about it. Okay, cool. But um watch it. You mm-hmm. won't regret it. All right, I'll write that down. Uh brand new director, female director. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's our first film and it's oh, cool. Great. Yeah. It's really great. And a movie that I haven't watched yet. Well actually it's a documentary. Um, they just released, uh, I think last week or two weeks ago, a uh Creepshow documentary? Oh, cool. Uh, called Just Desserts. Okay. Um I haven't watched it yet, but it's something I desperately want to check out. We should do a Creepshow podcast sometime. You know, I I never really got into creep shows mo- that much. Uh, you seen them? You just yeah. don't like them? No, no, no. I totally I just never watched them that much. Oh, really? I uh, like the little guy. I've only really seen them um, I've seen like each of them like twice. I okay. haven't seen Creepshow 3. But I don't think anyone cares about Creepshow. There, so there's three movies in total. There's three. I mean, there's three anthology. I did films. watch no, yeah, I, I watched one of them recently. This Halloween at a friend's house, we watched. Um, shout out Ryan Flaherty. He showed me Creep Show. Um, can't remember that well. Nice. Is do you remember either? Uh, do you know if it was Creep Show one or Creep Show two? I think it was two. So was there a raft? It. There was one story. Was there, there was goop like, a goop that the goop monster that attacked a raft? No. Or an Indian? No. That came to life? No. Was there a creature in a box? Yes. That's the first one. Okay. Yeah, it was the first one then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Leslie Nielsen drowning people in a yeah. beach. Right, right, yeah. right. Well, that, that's r- the first one. Th- the guy that they dig in the hole and like they yeah, make yeah. him watch the TV. Or, yep. um, they, yeah. Right, yeah, they yeah. He watch watches him. them drown on right, TV. Right, right, right. Yes, yeah. that one. That's Classic one comedy episode. actor Leslie Nielsen getting dirty. Yeah, yeah. That I one. Don't... Yeah, that that's the one I've seen. Yeah, I mean that was. I'm down. We should do a creep show episode. My favorite. Uh, wait, What was my favorite? The first one. I like the one with the creature in the box or uh, the first one. My friends would always scream. The first, only reason I saw the first one because my friends would always yell at each other, like, where's my cake for Delia? you bitch? It's my, it's Father's Day. Like, <laughs> oh man. And Ed Harris dancing in tight jeans. It's so dope. That's the first or the second one? Yeah, first one. Okay. Yeah, that's the only one I, I remember is that beach, that beach one. Yeah, first one's pretty strong all the way through. Second one only has a couple of good ones. There's this one with the, the, this raft. Gets it stuck on, and it's like amazing. Hmm. It's really fucked. all right, up. cool. It's really creepy. Yeah, let's do a creep show one. Um, yeah, but uh, today is there anything else you want to talk about for the intro? You want to get into uh, let's get into get get the, Im- the only get other... in meat potatoes? Yeah, let's do it. Um, the only other movie I've seen recently, which I guess I um, can offer advice to people, is I saw Independence Day Resurgence, okay? And um, don't see that hurt. That's what mostly people said, yeah, damn. I wanted so badly to enjoy just a second of it, and I think I did enjoy five minutes of it. So, should we care about any type of reboot ever of anything? Is there any hope? Is there any light? The only one I like—I mean, I haven't seen the new Ghostbusters. I haven't either. But I don't—I don't 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 care that much about about, Ghostbusters. And for this one, I don't even know because I feel like I'm not even allowed to say I hate it because. Yeah, you're a misogynist if misogynist, you don't want to go it. I'm misogynist if I hate it, and then yeah. there are tons of people going to see it and saying they like it. it there's a lot of agenda all of a sudden wrapped up in this movie. Yeah, it's like fucking stupid. You know? It's just like, well, is it good or not? And I also, Probably I, not. It's a reboot. It just doesn't look good. The pre- Probably not the, good. <laughs> no. Nah. I don't need to see Melissa McCarthy make like hot dog jokes. The The only good reboot I have ever seen that I can think of is Dread. Oh, that was a fucking great And that's only because the first one was garbage. Right. It's not like they're Slice remaking blood. a beloved thing. It's like, yeah. we made a movie, a like comic book, and we didn't give a shit about it. Yeah. So now this time we took it seriously, and it's dope. Dread was cool. Which didn't get it. It's just desserts, in Oh, it my didn't? No. no. it didn't get much love, but I thought it was fucking great. You know what I want to see, man? I've always wanted to see this. Um, my uncle from England, Jonathan, showed me a comic when I was ki- a kid. Maybe not so much a kid. Maybe a young adult. Um, he showed me a comic, which I always thought would be such a cool movie. It's an alien Judge Dredd crossover. And it's basically uh, like nice. an alien gets loose in a uh, Mega City 1. And so it's all <laughs> the judges chasing that an alien. It was cool. I just think that would be cool. They, they have like alien crossover with literally everything. Oh, right. Even Archie. No. <laughs> they have Archie versus Predator s- and Archie versus Alien. It's like predator just goes around killing it can't be everyone words, and then it though. just ends up with archie like like predator just murdering like ripping jughead spine out i would watch <laughs> that up. i would watch that as a live action <laughs> movie they cross over everything with that man right yeah i mean yeah I, you know it, with independence day I, i'm a big fan of the original 1997 whatever it came out it's like that bill pullman speech man like that is a great popcorn blockbuster movie and it just bummed me out because I was saying to all my friends like everyone's like oh I heard Independence Day or *Resurgence* Day or *Independence Day Resurgence* sucks and I was like I don't care whatever yeah. it's aliens taking over the world I like that shit like it's gonna be entertaining enough to justify the movie ticket and like it it was tragic how like short it fell like because the the premise itself was cool twenty years after the the whatever the war and they, they the have one, like improved technology they've for got the alien technology so people like humans have a you know um a base on the moon there's no wars anymore in between between countries because they're like united against one enemy and all of that was such a cool premise that it just wouldn't have taken much to make that something and they just didn't it just fell so flat and like it's all about uh whatever hems Hemsworth, chris hemsworth's brother and he's so stupid and William annoying Hemsworth. he's like here's what i think about aliens yeah you know he's like <laughs> farting on like spaceships it's just like Really? Yeah. That literally happens. No, he does. But <laughs> I wouldn't doubt he, it. But at what he at one point in the alien Trump ship, he,
1: he, he, Trump twenty yeah. sixteen
0: or Trump twenty thirty. There's there is literally a scene where the Liam Hemsworth, I think that's it. Mm-hmm. He um is in the alien ship and he he's like, I got something for these aliens, and he pees and flips them off. Oh, and that actually happens in the movie. Oh, good. So suffice to say, that happens in Independence Day. Mm-hmm. I wonder who wrote that. Maybe Skip Woods. <laughs> You know Skip Woods, it's a real piece of shit. He directs like GI. He did it's like GI Joe, <laughs> and okay, Transformers. I. I. I was trying to think of stupid name. Yeah. Oh, so you do know Skip Woods? No, I've heard of yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a garbage person. He writes garbage <laughs> movies for what garbage people. Ass name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I doubt it's his real name because he doesn't want anyone to track him down and fucking <laughs> put bombs in his mailbox. Yeah, that's his Facebook name. That's what I would. I would do. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So so enough about shitty movies. Well, thought, w- one one last thing. We're oh, Talking yeah. about aliens. Yeah. Uh Today they wrapped up. The filming of Alien Covenant. Oh, cool. Yeah. Awesome. The sequel to Prometheus. Yeah, so, well, sequel to Alien. Instead of doing Prometheus 2, they wanted to do. They, this is an actual alien sequel with Sigourney Weaver. Oh, the sequel to and, the original Alien is how they're trying to. W- so, okay, so this is how this is working. So they're pretending Alien 3 and 4 did not happen. That's so this is a sequel everyone. to Aliens with Sigourney Weaver and Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton's in it? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Yep. Oh, that's tight. I so they're know. pretending like know. he didn't die, and uh, you know, in the ship because they just like hop out, oh. pretending he just like died in, uh cryostasis or whatever. Okay. You know, <laughs> so this is like a direct continuation. I love when so, movies I mean, do that. So, so we are speaking, I guess, again of a reboot sequel. Once again, it is by Ridley Scott. Well, that's when it did, like li- like lineage wise, it takes place after Aliens. Yes, Aliens, oh. Alien Three, and Alien Resurrection did not happen. So it's not even a sequel to Prometheus.
1: No, I thought it still started. That, na- na- that was the original no, idea. In Homegirl, that was original. No,
0: they're still no. doing Prometheus 2. but oh, he did this first. What? No, wait, no. Ridley Scott's not directing this. Who's directing? Oh no, yes, this? he is. No, Ridley Scott's directing Prometheus two. Which is alien? This Covenant. was directed by what is his name? The guy who did District. You're, you're 9. thinking Neil Blomkamp? That's not. Ha- no, that got axed. No, it finished filming today. What? Look it up. I thought the whole thing was that Neil, not Neil Blomkamp was going... I, I heard about that. He was making a direct sequel Sigourney, starring Sigourney Weaver. But then Ridley Scott was just like, ah, no, you can't play with aliens. That's my franchise. Well, and let's then, see. Let's see what happens. Let's uh, edit pause right now. Yeah. And We're going to get to the bottom if this of If this part isn't actually edited out, then um, you guys are about to find out some real serious shit. Like, let me see. and Brandon actually talk about it. Let's see. Things. Because I know we say we are constantly saying shit, Without well, at least I am. <laughs> I'm constantly <laughs> I mean, saying shit. I have no concept of whether it's true or not, but I, mean, I will def- on, on IMDb I will de- here. Alien I will, Covenant. I will defend it. <laughs> okay, look, Alien Covenant, 2017. IMDb description: The crew of the colony ship Covenant discover what they think is an uncharted paradise. Uncharted paradise. But it is actually a dark, dangerous world whose sole inhabitant is the synthetic David, a.k.a. Michael Fassbender, survivor of the doomed Prometheus expedition. Oh, fuck. I thought they were doing... Dude, I'm telling you, they but axed that. I, I, I read today that like it was... Um, Alien Covenant is, is the but, sequel but, to Prometheus. But I read today that uh, it was like Sigourney Weaver finally gets her, uh, you know, her character finally gets her story wrapped up. I, I heard that that, that, that that shit got axed. What the fuck? What did I read? Yeah, what are you reading this on, though? I don't know. I'm an idiot. Spaceonion.net? Well, you know what? We're going to edit out that entire conversation. Why? So it that was seems cool. Like I would I'm le- not. No, let's keep it in because that was me proving you wrong about... Um, I don't, I'm don't. i not for that. That's cool. That's not how this podcast is going to be. That's not <laughs> the. In- that wasn't the intent. That was the intent. I'm perfect. I would never say something. Um, Unfounded My fans would really appreciate that Like that oh, oh your fans <laughs> <laughs> The real deadheads <laughs> <laughs> No yeah Could I, I, No I, I know exactly What you're talking Neil about For Neil Huh They um They got They asked that it, Ridley Scott literally was just like I'm not giving you the rights to it He should I like Neil Comps. I agree I wish that he made that The reason that that whole idea got picked up is because Neil Blomkamp Instagrammed pictures. It got axed once before. Then Neil Blomkamp goes, oh, too bad that the studio Xed my project I was going to do with Sigourney Weaver about Alien. Here's the cool concept art. And then the studio picked it up again. And then um, Ridley Scott was like, nah, like Alien's my shit. Like you can't play with my Alien toy. Get the fuck out of here, Ridley Scott. You're too old now. Yeah, we'll see, man. I thought Prometheus was really cool. Prometheus was cool, but yeah, I don't know. I I agree. Right. I, I just don't want to see Ridley Scott do another Bible epic as long as I'm alive. If well, yeah, I see Russell Crowe defy the laws of nature one more time, I'm just time? still mad that they're doing Blade Runner too. All right. Like, wait, is he directing it? Yeah. Unnecessary. One of the worst things about that they're making that is because one of the best parts about Blade Runner is the ambiguous idea of like whether or not Deckard right is you know a replicant or not right and so when he announced that he's doing uh Blade around two so they're like oh so it, are we gonna find out if he's a replicant and he's just like oh yeah decker's a replicant just really? straight up he just like came out and answered that. so like i feel like yeah, uh, by making two and even just like saying that in interviews like i feel like that takes away a huge part about what that movie yeah. means to people and what it was and like yeah. It, 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 that bothers me yeah, That bothers totally. me. i like the ambiguous ending like i, I like yeah. the not knowing of it and the talking point of that movie right, right. but anyway speaking of talking points yeah. let let's get in this shit yeah cool. we got stuff to talk about right yeah man we're I'm, we're finally talking about a movie that i've been talking about in this podcast since we started doing it i've been excited about yeah since first episode we yeah, we've been building e- hype yeah we have the first buildin episode hype, aquatic baby. car yeah all right, so uh, I, I got a whole new list of shark movies. Yeah, this is the most current uh, podcast I believe we've done, right? Because yeah. uh, Stranger Things just dropped on Netflix, yep. where you can watch the whole thing, yep. and The Shallows, which we're also going to talk about, um, is still in theaters. But as Brandon will tell you, not all theaters. Not all theaters, baby. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a second. All right, let's get into it. Shallow Stranger Things, cool. It is rated PG-13 um, It is directed by the homie Wom Colette Sarah And I bet I pronounced all three of those wrong Sounds like a Frenchman He's French Sounds by the like looks a, of it uh, Some might also say coward as a synonym Right, yeah, he's a Frenchman or a coward uh, It's written by Anthony Jaswinski, which I may have also said incorrectly Don't care. Just like Poyo, right? Polo I'm Polos Hermanos. We have... Uh, Polos Pol- Hermanos. Luke Luke is the cultured one of, uh, <laughs> of the two. My dad's from England, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the synopsis for The Shallows is, a mere 200 yards from shore, surfer Nancy is attacked by a great white shark with her short journey to safety becoming the ultimate contest of wills. Yeah. So I saw this just last night. Yeah so i'm pretty fresh yeah um and i gotta say i went to um the old amc which uh commons and i haven't been to an amc theater in like a really little really long time yeah uh i I went to see independence though yeah i got my homie theater i got uh if you if you guys are in boston go to apple cinema at fresh pond mall yep super cheap you pay like seven or eight bucks to see a movie yep no one's ever there no one's ever there half of it is so it'll be like uh four movies that are like the top movies that yep. are out and then four bollywood movies like it's the <laughs> best place <laughs> yeah no one's there super cheap yeah i love that place yeah apple it, you can park awesome. there without paying for it yeah there's a little patio for you to chill and smoke weed oh down. my god it's amazing i get so fucked up there all the time yep. but um so uh, so it's not playing in any of those places so i had to go to amc and i forgot how much i just loathe that experience the amc at boston commons is the worst place to see a movie on the face of the planet just going there's going into a movie so like this movie's about to get out of theaters i'm in the theater with like four of the people i'm paying fourteen dollars yeah for a ticket it's not even 3d what do they charge for a goddamn 3d movie now $14? It's $18 for 3D movies. $18? Jesus Christ. I never see 3D shit anymore. Oh, yeah. And, like, I haven't paid that for a movie for so long. I'm just like, what the fuck, man? AMC, fuck you. And then the amount that it costs for, like, popcorn and all that stuff. I didn't buy anything. I just went and got Froyo. And watched Shakespeare in the Commons and just fucking ate a bunch of Froyo while I watched That's uh, kinda cool. a, love la- a Love Labor's Lost. Really? Acted out live for like a half hour and then I just got sick from Froyo and then wow. went to see The Shallows. Sounds like a perfect and, date night with oneself. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so lonely. <laughs> I'm watching Shakespeare and just like eating tons of like chocolate banana Froyo covered in wow. fruity pebbles. Like, wow. <laughs> I'm just like, what are you yeah, doing? Going way, to see the shallows. You know, Leave me alone. Don't touch me. That seat's <laughs> taken on the bench. And <laughs> then, for, for the amount of advertising that happens to you, it should be for free. Yeah. Sounds like you get to movies a lot earlier than I do. Oh, man. <laughs> I fucking miss the first five so minutes. There's so many every commercials. Everything is a fucking commercial. Yeah. And. I oh, don't know. I I hate that. If yeah. you are advertised through that much, I feel like things should be cheaper. Like I have a K- Amazon Kindle, yeah, right. And when I'm not using it, it's streaming advertisements towards me. And like I pay like a hundred bucks for that. Like at that point, they have made even if I didn't buy anything on that, they've made so much fucking money off yeah. of me. Like that's so much money. It, it shouldn't be that expensive. I hate it. It's a travesty, man. Well, I'll get. We'll get into my opinion on that. On my my. Um, well, you know what, Karen? Can I touch on my Shallows viewing experience yeah, yeah, really yeah, quick? So we're talking about going to the theater and stuff. So um, I'm with you on that, man. Apple Cinemas is dope. Um, the Boston Commons AMC Lowe's is the worst theater on the face of the planet. Oh my God. And these days you go there and it's these fucking minions playing Pokemon Go everywhere you look. Oh, oh my God. Okay. we're not we're not talking about that um <laughs> that's, what, that's so, what i get to see while people i was watching shakespeare and there were a bunch of nerds fucking Pokemon like weaving in and out just,
1: I, guys <laughs> i got a weedle! come on over here
0: <laughs> it's right on top of this tombstone just like billy uh imagined his plays would go you yeah. <laughs> know yeah so i went to go see the shallows um i went to amc um assembly row it's in medford aka somerville basically it's near where i work um I go there often with with uh, people. Um, I went with my girlfriend to go see The Shallows. She knew I was really excited about it. And we went. Um, and so, um, I, the one thing I like about that theater is that you get reserved seats if you do buy them, like, ahead of time. So, you can pick your seat. Nobody fucking abides by that shit. There's always somebody in your seat. Um, but you can kick them out. And sometimes that's fun. Um, yeah. Unless you're late, like me. To bad boy. Movie. Bad right. boy. <laughs> you bad. <laughs> get out. Um, so, we went to go see The Shallows. And... Um, and uh so afterwards so what i do um when i can when i try to make a point i try to go to see the movies earlier in the day or not earlier but you know like early evening and um afterwards and we get out and we make that shit a double feature you know so we nice. just walk out of the theater and then we've got bam seven yeah. other movies to pick get from. your money's worth you're, you're exactly. paying that much for a ticket well, hell yeah fuck them hell yeah that's what i'm talking that, about hell yeah baby. no yeah so that's uh, it so we we you know we saw it i'll you know we'll talk about my opinion on it and everything later um we left the movie. We we walked out, and so we we're like. Sometimes I plan it, and I'm like, okay, this movie's you know hour and a half. This is what other movies are playing. That night I didn't really care. I was going to see The Shallows, you know, but it was early in, enough in the night we got out, and we're like, all right, yeah, let's go see another one. So we're walking down. We're in in AMC Assembly Row. You go right past the, the there's like the big IMAX theater, and then there's just two rows, and it's just like you can pick whatever the fuck you want. So we walk out. We're looking at different movies. There's like X Men is playing. I'm like, ah, oh, that kind of looks cool. Kind of looks like it might be garbage. I'm looking at other ones, and then The Conjuring Two just started. And so we were just kind of like, fuck it. Like, let's do a double creature feature. Let's make it a double horror movie. And so we went into The Conjuring 2, super crowded because it had been off like 10, 15 minutes. But we went up all the way to the top. This is how you do it. If you walk in late to a movie, you're doing a double feature. You go in, you walk all the way up, and you survey that shit. You look around, you find those two spots because they're somewhere, somewhere in that theater. Too. <laughs> Conjuring Two ain't sold out. Yeah, this was, you know, I I saw The Shallows Two on the opening week, but Conjuring Two had been out a little longer. Okay. And so we found we got two seats right up top left, private little booth up there. Nice. You know, and so like, yeah, we so I I got my money's worth. I got a double horror feature, and uh, yeah. we're not reviewing it on this, but The Conjuring Two really enjoyed it. Okay, um, was not ex- stoked about it. I like the original Conjuring a lot. Um, I like James Wan as a horror director a lot. I didn't like the previews for The Conjuring 2. It's like a, a haunted house movie. I hate that these previews are like jump scares and like explosions and girls flying backwards into ceilings. I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? but um really fucking creepy and well done you liked Um, it really better than the first one um i don't know if i liked it better than the first one maybe honestly i mean there was it was legitimately creepy and stays with you and what's funny um well i think it's funny after movies um when everyone's getting up setting up uh i like when we walk out of this the theater i often just go unrealistic and just to see What people will say <laughs> and, and just stuff. to see people Look at you And, and like, yeah. so this one I I, um, I stood up for after We're walking out of. The you conjugal. do that after Independence Day <laughs> Oh yeah <laughs> No, Independence Day was Stood up Never would happen <laughs> Oh yeah It's a fun game I invite everyone to play <laughs> You get some Amazing responses People <laughs> are like What, Wait, oh, yeah. what the fuck? But so the Conjecture is really good So we're walking upstairs, and it's Unrealistic And I don't think Any of that would happen And goes, It was based on True story <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that one is really perfect. Oh man, yeah. you. what a what a dickhead! <laughs> You're, You're a not dickhead. the dickhead anymore. That kid, is. Nah, exactly. My whole me doing that is not being dickhead. It's me pointing out <laughs> the dickheads, finding the dickheads in the movie theater. It, was, Lord, I, it started with Lord of the Rings. Like um, I started doing it after Lord of the Rings movies. <laughs> that's, what I, that's a great one. Just going like I don't <laughs> think that ever happened. Yeah. I don't think that's possible. Me, me and my buddy Chris Bell in college, like we we just would always make fun of people in theaters who would be like. I mean, you'll be watching, like, The Avengers, and it's, like, at one point, like, Iron Man punches somebody's head off, and somebody in the theater goes, like, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah? Like, was, was, that, was that the part that, that's, that tipped that's you over? That's, yeah, that's the line? That's the line they draw in the sand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, now, that, that's too far. Like, Thor? Okay, yeah, I can see Thor existing in an alternate dimension in space, but Tony Stark punches somebody's head off. Give me a break. <laughs>
1: But so yeah. Um, uh, but comp- okay,
0: so so let's di- so that w- that was my viewing experience for the shallows. I made nice. it a double feature and I encourage anyone who goes to AMC to do the same to get your money's worth. Uh, one thing another thing quickly about seeing I assume they played the same trailers probably for the shallows. Well I missed yet. I missed both <laughs> of Oh you missed the trailers. <laughs> was, oh. I, I got there I didn't miss any of the shallows, but I I did miss the trailers. Yeah. All garbage. All horror, it all looks like garbage. Really, yeah. Someone called Lights Out, which is basically just Oh an- I've heard of that. Yeah. Just another um skinny lady covered in black goo ghost. Oh nice. Which is just seemed to be like the trope. I'm sick yeah. of black ghosts. Right. Well, well, that sounds like racist when I say it. When I, when yeah, I say all it like all that does matter, matter right. buddy. <laughs> but it, that's like the new like trope is just like the you know, these ghosts covered in soot. Right. You know. It's not I mean spectral spectral and, all spectral thin and, gross, and they can, this, tw- they can right. twist around. It's not all we have a spectral draft. We have a uh, we don't know what color Special Jeff is. I've never seen I any he's goop a spooky. in the studio. I hope he's not a spooky goop ghost. Well, I mean, look around. I would dislike that. This place is pretty fucking clean. And then another one is there's another Ouija-themed oh, movie coming out called Ouija Origins. Because, oh, like, I've... Yeah, I, the origins I, are what? That, them making it before they've shipped them to Walmart? Dude, Silk must be pissed, dude. Silk! Silk would not be happy at that, No. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Silk no. is probably so pissed. Dude. Silk is like, these motherfuckers making another Ouija board movie. <laughs> yeah. You don't know what's on your side, man. You don't, you don't mess with that, man. <laughs> hey man, I took Silk's advice, man. I don't fuck with Ouija Yeah, boards. and I don't fuck with those movies. I'll take it his, his advice at like that. Right. No. <laughs> I ain't gonna fuck with that. The legend of Silk lives on. No way. Um So, uh The Shallows. Do you wanna op- yeah. you wanna open us up on this movie? Sure. Yeah, I'll open us up. Um so, basically, I got really hyped on this movie. I know I talked about it on the first ever episode. I heard about this movie, um, I don't even know, months ago, before before the summer, because this movie was put on a list of, it was like top 100 screenplays that have to be made into a movie. Um, and so, it was just, it, it was a screenplay, but it was like just the basic plot hearing about it is what really enticed me. It's just the plot. A, a girl is surfing. She's in some kind of accident. She ends up on a little reef, some kind of little island and she's like 200 yards from shore and she's being circled by a great white shark. And I was just like, man, that's that's great. That's such a cool simple plot. Um and so then so yeah, you know, so that that it got picked up because of that because it was put on that list apparently. Um by whatever studio um uh, put it out. Who is that? Um Homies United. Ho- Homies United? Yeah, Homies United put that out. Good studio. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um so, so yeah, so, you know... Um, they did Lincoln, right? Yeah. Yeah, homies, you know they did Lincoln. <laughs> all, yeah, all homies. Um, so, um, so, yeah, you know, I mean, it's like an hour and a half. And, I mean, you know, I, I fucking loved this movie. To me, okay. it, it it completely lived up to the hype. Um, I, I think that there is such an ocean... <laughs> no pun intended, ...of shitty uh. shark movies. Come on, give that yeah. to me. I didn't even work that out for him. Um, I mean, there are so many bad shark movies, and I'm really fed up with the Netflix shit, man. I tried to watch Shark Lake with Dolph Lundgren, just like, eh, whatever, I'll put it I mean, they're unwatchable, all these shark movies. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so so I, this movie for me, yeah, really kind of, I thought it was just such a cool modern shark movie. I thought that it was so intense and deliberate and quickly paced, and I love the way it was shot. I mean, some of it is annoying and ridiculous. I mean, it's like, it's basically an hour and a half commercial for, like, Blake Lively in a fucking bikini oh surfing. God. I mean, there are, like, shots of her, like, butt crack, literally, you know? But that, That's something that was, uh, especially early in the movie, that was just, like, so distracting to me that I, like, I wasn't, even like, hearing anything that I was saying. Right. Blake Lively is, like, <laughs> she's so goddamn hot. Yeah. Like, it, it was, like, almost a disservice to the yeah, movie. Fuck like, you Ryan Reynolds. I don't even know what's going on. Yeah. Like, I was just... Staring at her with drooling, like, well, a that's fucking it, and the pig. camera is just like so up in her shit the whole oh movie. I mean, it's like it's ridiculous, but like, in that sense of it, I it's like a billabong commercial that like goes <laughs> to fucking hell, you know. And I like I love that about it. I, um, so I don't know though, that's just like my first, yeah, you know, first thoughts on it is that it, I, I really did enjoy it and I cool. and it, it kind of gave me what I wanted out of it. And, um, yeah, so what, what were your. Reactions. Um, so I, in the the realm of shark movies, this is very good. Yeah, this is a very good shark movie, which is a rel which is a genre that is shit. Yeah. Um, so this ranks pretty high, which is a weird thing, uh, a weird area to negotiate because I I did like the movie. There's a lot I don't like about the movie, mm-hmm. but as a shark movie, I would say it's probably. Probably my third favorite shark movie. Um Jaws, Deep Blue Sea. Go, <laughs> oh, you got And then The exact- Shallows. Uh Yeah, I'm with you. And The Four Spot is open water for me. Uh I never saw open water. I probably put the reef there. So okay, I I got to see The Reef. Yeah. I keep hearing about The Reef. Now I hear pretty it, fucked uh, it's up very and similar and to and this. it. Follows a, tr- a story that's creepily uh, very true about this one shark that just won't stop any these people. Uh-huh. Like it needs like four of them like it really? doesn't stop fucking eating them. Huh. Um, my main beef, like going into the shallows, like ever since we talked about it, like I've been pretty fucking hyped for this movie. Yeah. Like, it looks pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, things are going downhill, especially with the second trailer. Like, yeah, the second trailer like, gave away way Like, first much. of all, like for what we're going to be talking about today, obviously spoilers. So if you want to see the movie, yeah. don't listen to this. I know it's, you were so entertaining and so charismatic that you want to keep listening to us. But if you really want to watch this movie without it being spoiled, then just stop. Right or wait, if wait, you can guess that wait this movie four plays out exactly <laughs> then, how then you thought. Then then play this podcast. Yeah. Um not long. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's already basically um out of this probably how long until we can get the next one out anyway. I <laughs> I feel like this shit is going to be out in like September. Probably. They've already made they, this movie cost $17 million. Really? Pretty cheap and they already made that back. I think they it already made 50 million. So they're sitting pretty. So they probably do. Yeah. They're probably going to push it in uh Get that shit out right away. Yeah. Get more. So this is looking good for this guy. So, but the way I was looking at it is like I'm like, this is a really cool idea. Um, yeah. pretty original for a shark movie instead of just like people in boat getting fucking terrorized. I know, man. Yeah, it was simple you, you and know? done. Yeah, that's yeah. why I liked it. I love the simplicity um, of it. I wanted it to be more of a serious horror movie or more. Th- there's a lot of douche wrapped around this film. Yeah. There's a lot of like. Like first of all, like Blake Lively getting there and all this stuff. Like there's some banter, or whatever. She's so fucking hot that it was like the first like 15 minutes. I really like had to just like understand that I'm like yeah. looking at this person, <laughs> and <laughs> she's and, good. I gotta say though, she she's she's a good actress. She's a good actress. She, she, good she actress. really does. A, she does a good job. I mean the uh, the the real message that we are gonna end up taking away from this movie is that a shark shows a woman that she should finish medical school. But right. um amen, brother. <laughs> Uh, but can you play uh the song Spe- spectral jeff? Are you okay buddy? looks like spectral jeff is a little bit pissed off about those uh black goo comments those uh, <laughs> that ectoplasmic goop comments he said. oh my god, i hope i i didn't mean to racially profile him as a ghost mm-hmm. but i've always thought of him as more of like maybe a uh, an ethereal green tint you know, or something like that. No, let's not bring color into it. It's a very uh, touchy subject with the current climate being what it is. It is true. You know? Um, I mean, they don't really have a life anymore. Oh, that's true. Afterlives matter? Do lives still matter when you die? <laughs> Afterlives matter? Is that... That should be the hashtag? Well, yeah. For I mean, that's not the whole point. That's what makes us. We should not talk about this. Yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't think, think we're, we're educated enough. We're not... It's not going to be a PC conversation. But this is, like... Okay, so, like... Uh, she gets to this beach where uh, her mother was when she was pregnant, right? And she yeah. died of cancer. Yeah. Okay. And she's dropped out of medical school and she's gone to Mexico to this beach mm-hmm. to where no one... The, you never hear the beach's name because it's so private and so seclusive. I don't know how she conned someone into getting her there. I don't know how that happened. Right. That's really weird. But... The name Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Um. But she gets there. She starts surfing, and then uh, like this song plays, and this was the first part where like, you just play the song. And I'll talk. This about is it. the only part of the movie that made me cringe. I really cringe. I was really uncomfortable. Yeah, me too. So I'm like, ugh. I, I audibly was like, ugh. Yeah, you spit up a little.
1: Ugh. You spit up your. Like that's you not what I wanted
0: for lap. this movie. I wanted it to be more artsy. I wanted it to be more serious right. as a horror movie. And this presented a different identity, right. like for like, what they're going for. Well, I think this. that's kind of the... This seems like, like, studio shit. Right, well, that's a good point. I mean, that's, like, the, everything about this movie, like, screams indie. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a solo movie. It's Blake Lively versus a shark. Yeah, it's yeah. It's one character. Low budget, low right, as fuck, dude. Right, but yet, yeah, there, there are these scenes that make it feel so stylized and so commercial in studio, but to me, I didn't mind that, honestly. Like, this whole stupid surfing montage, like... I was like, oh, you know what? You know, I'm not going to mind this as much when Blake Lively's like, you know, taking on the shark later. So I, I I don't know. That's a point I think that will be like a divisive point in this movie. Play play the song and reflect on your feelings. How makes you feel. Play it a little bit. It already makes me feel.
1: That's enough.
0: That's enough of this, Spectral.
1: Spectral, cut it. Ugh, God, why did you make me
0: re- that? Uh, that like, reliving that made me like the movie less now. In my and then they, they do like these like start stops of like her surfing and like yeah, like we real like fast and furious like style editing. Yeah, and. i'm just like ugh, what what is happening this is like how this movie's starting like it left a bad taste in my mouth they hold off a lot on that like until the end they bring a lot of douche back yeah and there's a little bit in between but it's not that bad like this movie's not a bad movie but but basically um as you can see in the trailer like you see, pretty much everyone who dies die in the trailer. Yeah, the second trailer. In the second trailer. Yeah, which, which is sucks. such a shame because the first trailer was so good. Where you, For sure, it was great. It just For like, sure opens just with like, like darkness and screaming, and it's like one shot of Blake Lively like on this reef on this like little um, island, and you just at the very end of the shot you see the great white slowly creep into frame and the the trailer cuts before you even see like the whole thing so it, it, just, it, it, it ruins it's really creepy. A, a, a giant suspense point in the movie is where i know because she stays because you see these two guys in the trailer get eaten by the shark right so when she gets there these yeah. two guys surfing I right like, oh those are the guys that get eaten yeah yeah and i'm like yeah. oh and then uh they leave and she gets attacked and she's stranded on the rock yeah um, she gets attacked by the shark, her legs split open, and she goes to the rock, and they drive away. So I'm like, oh, so they're going to come back and get eaten tomorrow.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Like, it, like it's a huge point I mean, where it's like, yeah. oh, where man, that's I a huge suspense, suspense point that's just like, just, just snip, I, like I right out. I hate that shit so much. It's such a travesty how these fucking... Movie previews are ruin the movie. I mean, I thought the exact same. You know, you're gonna kill two people in a movie, and you're gonna show the two. Three deaths people in the die preview. total. You see two of them in the trailer. So shitty. It sucks. It's like the imagine if like it being alive on, like Halloween came out, and it shows you every single death. I'd be like, well, I think I get it at this point. <laughs> like, yeah, that that really sucked. But, I, so, I mean, but, you know, there was something about that slickness, that sleekness, that stupid modern edge, that fucking awful song. Something about me was, like, giddy about, like, seeing all this go to shit. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, and, there, I mean, the, there was a lot of things that it did, like, that Shark movie just haven't done before. Like, I loved the cinematography of the whole movie, and I loved all the underwater shots, you know? it is shot very well and, and just like those aerial shots where you the, the water's crystal clear and your in your eyes are scanning scanning for, for the, the shot, shark. the entire yeah, yeah, yeah. movie and when you see it, and when you see it, like, kind of creepy, it's fucking awesome. And there's just every shark movie, you don't, you know, it's, like, it's it's the fin coming out of a dark, a murky water. You never see it, Par- but, like... Yeah, clear, like, paradise water. Something is, about You know right. exactly where it is. It was, that was so cool that to is me. Pretty I felt cool. like I've never seen that in a shark movie before. It reminds me of, like, It Follows, where it's, like, you're, right. like, scanning looking the whole time. all over the place. You're, like, you... Right. Where, where is it? It's the classic serial you killer know? trope. With Michael Myers. You know, yeah, it makes the viewer paranoid. paranoid. Right, yeah. Because I was definitely intense. I mean... First of all, shark movies in general, like we talked about before, like, water stuff immediately, like, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah, Like, as soon as she got in the water, I'm like... I know. Yeah. Like, my body just, like, all... I just tense right the fuck up, man. And... They They nail that feeling of, like, isolation and being out on your own in the water. She's there. It's like her whole thing. Her friend is hungover, so she can't go with her. So it's, like, just her out there, you know? Like... I, that was cool to me. I, I like how they made it s- her super isolated. That's scary. Yeah. Like I would never fucking go swimming by myself in an ocean. Ever. You know? No. You, no. Especially when I'm gonna go now. swimming with a bunch of friends. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't my, do it. Yeah, my beefier friends. I can get eaten. Um but the, So so I really like a lot of these parts of this movie. The only other real criticism I have of it is that there are a lot of parts that are a little too slow that give me really too that? much time to think about what doesn't make sense mm. in yeah. the movie because um, I don't I don't like that I don't like to um, I'm someone who can totally suspend my disbelief but like keep right. it going like keep trucking like, like, Deep Blue like or, yeah keep keep the hook in my mouth yeah pull me along don't right. give me time to to wriggle yeah you know. Don't give me that time to be yeah. like, yeah, what the fuck is this? Take right. me for a ride. Right. And, um, cause like you said before, like, would be like coming out of the theater and being like, oh, I don't think that could fucking happen. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't, I don't like, like, being that guy and, like, seriously. Yeah. Like, not believing with a it. horror movie. Yeah. You're yeah. Not there Especially. To see something believable. You want to be taken along for that. But, like, some of my thought was, like, dumbly. Like she's like, eat, eats a crab. Like, after a day, she was like, I should eat this crab. I'm right. like, oh, you like, you think you're about to be saved and then you eat this crab. Crab, <laughs> like um and also just this great white shark just like it just ate three people in a row right and still really 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 wants to eat you right yeah but that, i like that so about desperately. it they give the shark this like vendetta you know like right yeah but you know that's what i really like going back to earlier in the movie um i really like the way the shark's introduced so it's like after she's she's doing it after like the little you know pop dubstep surfing montage She's with those two guys, and they're they're the preview makes them out to be like creeps, but like they're not really. They're just, you know, they're they're fine. They're just like local guys. guys, right? Yeah, and um, and like you know, she's out. She's going. She's going for one last swim, and she's swimming and she's swimming, and she comes across like this dead whale. She goes a little too far, and I love like that aerial shot of the dead whale, and it's you know obviously implied that the whale the shark killed her, and so then she's going. We got to talk about the first time you see the shark with when she's surfing. The shark comes through a wave to get her. And I I, I heard somebody talking about it. I read something and somebody's like, "Well, sharks don't go to waves." And I was like, "Oh, cool. I'm ne- fuck your opinion, you idiot." I feel that's probably care. inspired. Like, there's been a lot of like Photoshop pictures of surfers with like a shark. Oh, I love those a pictures. Wave. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I feel like that was kind of like the, probably the inspiration because those right. Of, Th- like, those of, pictures of, of like a whale shot. in a giant uh, wave. Yeah. Those are cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if any of those are real, but there's tons of pictures right. of just like, there's a wave and you can just see a shark inside the wave you know what i mean right there was an article that came out recently on that and it was like an australian photographer and it was like a so he took a picture of a surfer or he was photograph taking pictures of surfers and he caught like a great white jumping out of the water at some point, oh, and Jesus it was like Christ. totally. I mean, this was real, yeah I, yeah. I I saw the picture, and it totally clickbaited me. I was like, "Cool shark, I'll click that." <laughs> um, and it was like this photographer. He's like, "Yeah, I was just taking pictures of these surfers, and they saw that." And the guy had no idea, nobody he was injured or anything like that. But yeah, like there was a, a shark within feet of him, and like I mean, that shit happens, you know. I mean, like sharks are they inhabit the ocean, you yeah. know. But yeah, um, Lee, so that so that scene was a bit ridiculous. Um, when she ge- and she, the first time she gets bit. Like, it's intense, you know? I mean, there's yeah. a lot of screaming and darkness and red water. But then, so she swims out to that dead whale. And something about that, like, that chaos of like she got bitten but she's okay but it's still out there and she's like pulling herself up on this dead whale that was really creepy to me and that really that that like kind of struck a chord or something with me because I, I my heart was like racing during that part and then and the shark is circling the whale while she's on it and she's just on like a so it small, starts like moving the and whale. it starts pushing the whale out i mean that is so cool Pretty like sick. i love that you know um and, and then, also the fact that it's got a whole whale to munch on too there's an abundance oh, of yeah. food for the whale but, so it's clear then, I think that what that establishes, or what it's meaning to say, is like, the shark isn't in it for the food, right? Like, the shark yeah. is in it for the prey, you know? Yeah. Like, the shark, th- this, we, the, Blake we, Lively is the shark's We trophy. do also establish that there is a giant hook in the shark's mouth. So perhaps, right. they're trying to true. establish that it has a vendetta against humans. Right, right, because right. Because the human tried to catch it. Right, yeah, true, yeah. yeah. No, I, I don't care why the shark's trying to, to kill her, it's a fucking shark, and, you know? Yeah. And I get that sharks aren't normally like that. Like I was watching something on Shark Week, and it was like, um, it was this special on the effect that Jaws had on society. It's really cool. It's an interesting watch, and it's like because when Jaws came out, people didn't really know much about sharks. You know, like that whole shark cage scene in the movie. Like nobody was really doing that shit. Our no knowledge knew. of them was very limited. Unless you were watching like Jacques Cousteau like documentaries, <laughs> like you <laughs> yeah, had no right. idea. And so, but, so like Jaws put this image in like Americans' minds that sharks are these bloodthirsty creatures and if you're a human in the water and there's a shark there, it's going to kill you. But like sharks aren't really like that. Sharks are kind of just dumb animals and they're more curious than they are violent. But sometimes they aren't. Like, like, uh, like the movie The Reef, which is, like I said, based on a true true story, story, that shark, that one shark ate three of them in a row. Eat them, follow you for a while. You know the one. Wow. Ate a third one, and then the two were getting picked up by a helicopter, and then the shark was go in true in real life w- was going to attack. Whoa. One of the other two people that were left. Wow. And I gotta say, I gotta watch this movie. When in, did this in come the out? movie, in the movie, it actually eats them right when the, one of them, when they're right about to get saved. Wow. But in real life, it was coming to attack them, and both of them get away. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, like, who who knows? Who cares? It's a fucking shark. You know. Yeah, scare. it's a shark. But I, I I didn't mind that whole, like, vendetta it had against it. And then, like, and I like the, the mathematics of it, the fact that she's, like, a nursing student, she's smart, and she's, like, she starts watching the shark, and she's, like, timing it, how long it takes to swim from point A to point B. And so then she's like, okay, I can swim over to this reef. Because those are the, the parts buoy. that kind of lost my interest a little really? bit. You know? I, like I felt that. like a lot of it was, like, a, a, a little bit filler. I like establishing, like... Uh, her intelligence and stuff like that, but... Yeah, uh, yeah she I, wasn't, like, a stupid victim. And yeah, the, yeah. The fact that she was resourceful... Uh, anytime that makes a movie better, a horror movie, you you need the, the, the you know, you need the protagonist to be resourceful. Yeah. You need they to d- believe they that d- they can overcome this. They just, like, thing. the whole, like, medical student thing just seemed a little bit ham-fisted at times because it's, yeah. like, stop like, yeah. giving herself medical advice. Right. Yeah. I uh, thought that, okay. like, that was okay. That was okay. When she... But she sews her leg together with her ears. Big fan of the character support, uh, Steven Siegel.
1: Yeah, Stephen who Siegel. Who's actually was that's
0: the uh, that Seagal actor's uh, legitimate real name. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I would have named him Gary Gulman, who's one of my uh, a, a comedian from Boston, who's uh, who's pretty great. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. He's famous. Gar- oh, I thought you was like a Gary Coleman. No, Gary Gull- Gary Gulman. Right, but I Gary thought Gull- you were making a pun. Gary Coleman. No one named gary coleman yeah so all right so so uh, let's go let's go let's flash forward then to like the i don't want to give away everything in it you know but we'll get to the end right we'll talk about a little bit about the ending okay uh, yeah I, I don't think we have to summarize everything we can right. leave a lot the of the uh, that's the fucking plot uh, of the movie open. is the fucking shark circling blake you know um mm. but i i like so at the end it's like um she gets over to a buoy Right, mm-hmm. she she gets over this buoy, and there's like this whole like showdown, and like I I thought the whole showdown was cool, and it was really intense, and super super intense. intense, and like her when she's like climbing up the ladder to get on the buoy, and it breaks and it falls, it's like man, when I was a kid getting out of like the lake and stuff, climbing up the ladder, I mean that was my nightmare, you know, and the ladder gives out and you fucking fall back, it's like that's that's I was the uh I was reading like comments on uh, IMDb yeah. and threads and stuff like that. And some idiot <laughs> posited, it's like, nah, man, the whole thing, she would like, she got like attacked and like the rest was like a dream. Like, how do you like light water on fire? And I'm like, you don't know like how whales work. <laughs> that, I thought that part was bro. awesome. I thought that was awesome. I yeah, almost yeah. stood up and applauded. He's like, yeah, he's like, there's no way like water can like light on fire. I'm like, you can <laughs> see... The oil and the water and the whale in the background, like wait, wait that was you so know cool. whales? Like they, I loved like, how they set that up. It in was the dope. Movie. They set yeah. up the whale and then like yeah, and I thought that was gonna be the kill shot when she shoots the yeah. flare. Yeah, like it wasn't. And I was like, that's brilliant. The kill shot. I don't know if I want to spoil it, but that I, I thought that was great. Let's not totally spoil the kill shot. Kill, kill shots, great. You like that too? I really liked I, it. I clapped. I really liked it I a clapped lot. That it was fucking fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. Yeah. It, it was absolutely dope, man. Um, yeah. I didn't see it coming. I couldn't tell exactly what she was thinking or what was going on I at first. Yeah, yeah. Like, like she could see it, and, like, you tell, like, something's going on mentally. Right. Like, ah, I don't get it. And then, yeah, boom, dude. Like, I, I, it escalated it. really well. Yeah, You know what I mean? Because it's, 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 like, she was at that point, like, and now when they show that fucking part in the preview where you see her fall, the buoy hits the water. But, like, yeah. all that shit, it's, like, the shark, like the buoy can't tip over because it's chained down to the ground right that's physics um and (laughs) water physics and so Mm -hmm. like they the shark eventually you know like they they get the, the chain becomes unhinged or unlinked or whatever and so then it's like okay now she's fucked like the shark can now just tip her over and so when that happens when it tips over and she falls in like you're just like oh man she's fucked um and then and so it's like for her it's like the way that it escalates, she is just you know last ditch ever to survive. You know she's she's gonna probably just go down. So it's like why not pull one last insane, maybe impractical, physically impossible maneuver to take this shark down? And when it happens, I mean you're just like oh fuck yeah! That <laughs> I mean, was it's very such a rewarding to me. yeah moment. Very but. satisfying. I I thought even like comparable to the end of Jaws, man. Like the, I, I love that ending to Jaws when it's um. Uh, Roy Schneider, and he's the last one, you know, like, Quinn and everyone's, like, gone. All, or, Oh, no, 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 he's not the only one left. Oh, um, well, well, he, well, he, 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 he thinks he is. He is. He thinks he's the only one left. Hey, Richard Dreyfuss is still underwater out. hiding. Right, right, right. And so he's, like, up on the mast, and the boat is sinking, and he's taking those last shots, and he finally gets it. I mean, it's so cool, because he's, like, going down with the ship. It's, like, if he goes down, he's done, you know? It's, like it's those impossible survivalistic moments <laughs> in these horror movies in these survival horror movies that it's kind of like you know it, it's either going to make or break the movie kind of in a lot of ways you know what i mean oh, for yeah. me at least and i i thought it de- I definitely was an awesome just like sucker punch way to end the movie which had been like a really adrenaline-fueled fast-paced movie you know like and i agree it has parts like that that are so, but it has to i mean it's you know it can't so. it can't let up it has to let up at one point to build that suspense it can't just be her like hitting a shark with a surfboard for an hour and a half you i know? guess so i just wanted uh a little a little more on the in between i know it's hard especially for uh a movie where someone is—it takes place in just one spot where she's just stranded right. on this rock. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean. Um, but it was good. I, I also like cell phone watch thing being displayed. That, I like that. Too. That's like a new idea. that's happened in the past, like maybe like four years. People start doing it. Movies right. more and more. I right. think it makes it more engaging because I, yeah. I mean, like, there's obviously people are gonna be using cell phones and we're gonna watch this and all this it's stuff in this just keep in this becoming era. More of so, part like, of make movies, it yeah. just show it, like, make it a part of yeah. the screen, like, show like yes. what's happening. I like that. I think I, that's cool. I do too. No, it makes it wants... way more engaging. I right. don't want to watch someone fit on their fucking cell. No, phone. No, I don't need to see yeah, a zoomed in thumb scrolling on an iPhone. It, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I agree. That that it's it's things like that in the stupid surfing montage that gave it that modern touch that I was totally cool with. You we're, know. That and the ending I didn't like, like right when they found her in the water, shouldn't have ended there. Yeah. Then they do the like uh, her back in Texas teaching her sister how to surf and her dad's oh, like, yeah, Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. so happy you finished medical school like, that's what mom wanted, like we yeah. yeah. play more bad music.
1: Yeah, that like, last get the shot fuck was, out of here was stupid. Get it the was... fuck out of
0: here. Ruining yeah. my mood. Yeah, that was you know? that was unnecessary, but for me, dude, I was still on just a high from that the the, the kill blow. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, oh man, I fucking love this shit. Like, it is dope. So what? What's your score on here? Um, shit, man. I gotta. I, I gotta give this. Are we doing stars or add, we do out of ten? Let, let's do stars out of ten. We, we'll wait. Stars or out of ten? Five stars. Ten stars. Or add 10 10. 10. <laughs> <laughs> okay, out of ten stars. Ten stars. Yeah. Man, um, I'm gonna give it an eight point five. Eight point five stars. Stars. Cool. Yeah. I'll give it 7 stars seven seven out of 10. Stars, yeah. Yeah, I it, you know, it was a movie I was really hyped up. I was really anticipating and it I did not feel let down at all. The intensity, all that shit. I loved how the shark was filmed. I mean, I just love There was a couple of cheesy CGI moments, but not a lot. And that's yeah. to me what ruined, I mean, among a lot of things, but ruined every garbage Netflix shark movie. You know, sci-fi movie, all these like this the crappy CGI it's like we're not idiots, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. just like, you know, to play. Give the audience a little bit of fucking credit. It's like, use some practical effects, you know. <laughs> and even like Deep Blue Sea, it's why I still like I, why I love Deep Blue Sea. Like the scenes, w- w- the CGI when it's there, it's sparing. It sucks. It's nineteen ninety seven, but it's sparing. You know, yeah. And the scenes that really stay with you. Practical um, ones, homie, on, the, on the shark at the end of the stuff. movie when he gets shot. Yeah, yeah. You know? Or, or uh, when it rips, uh, when they're doing the brain stuff and it rips uh, Guard's arm off. Right, like, it's right. Sick. Yeah, like the the, the practical effects will always yield the best results. It's on yeah. the way back, baby. It's on the way back. Maybe it is. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think so too. I, yeah, I I really hope so, and I hope. Uh, I would like to see more fucking shark movies. It's like you said, man. It's not. It's. It's not a deep blue sea of good shark. You're pumped for these puns. Right? I have, uh, these are all just coming to me. Uh, oh yeah, you're they, really sw- reaching hard in the fucking in the pack right these now. Are, reaching <laughs> deep. You're flowing through me. Yo, know, So see, look at that. Was a pun <laughs> going? <and> re- <laughs> fuck. No, we can't stop. Ugh. Thirty-five feet of mako shark, and you hit me. <laughs> <laughs> Thirty-five feet. <laughs> well, Get the fuck big. out of here, <laughs> <laughs> me. Mako sharks are like way smaller. Well, wait, what they. was it? Jaws was? They were um, mako sharks. Jaws was twenty. It D- was twenty feet, wasn't he? Yeah, but like mako sharks are like definitely not as big as great white sharks. Well, he was the biggest shark in the movie. Was the mako shark? I mean, in Deep Blue Sea, yeah, yeah. they they were. But did they really? Was it really thirty-five feet? Mako shark. I thought that's what he said. Uh, fucking sucks, Thomas Jane. I might be wrong. Um, okay. Well, so right. you are ready to get into Stranger Things yeah. for a bit? Yeah. So that's it on the show. I, I recommend a- a- any um any. Anybody who's in a shark movies or aquatic car or anything like that, definitely. But I think just yeah. and it still is in theaters when the when this podcast comes out, it still would be too. Yeah. It's a fun summer movie, yeah, man. Go watch go it. with a couple of friends, go with your girlfriend, don't go with your mom, but you know. It's cause floss it's not the best movie in the world, but especially in the realm of shark movies. Yeah. In the realm of shark movies, it is fantastic. Well, it's both of our number three now. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So so, uh, so hey, for so homework, right, for next time. Let's do it. Touch okay. on it. You see open water. I'll see the reef. I don't know if I can handle open water. Why? Because it's horrifying to me. It is. It's horrifying. It's great. It's low budget. It's, in, it's everything that the shallows isn't, but in something about that makes it almost scarier. I think the movie would probably be going shit my pants. It might, dude. It's fucking scary. It's really good. Yeah. But right. it's still it's under the shallows right, for me. I'll watch it. All right. I'll watch the reef. I'm already going cool. to it tonight. Alright, well let's get into our second feature of the cast Into yeah. Stranger Things Stranger Things Let's do it
1: The dark side's cold, a lot of them is real She'll never know just how I feel The part of the shadows she walks like, like a, a dream, dream. It me feel, feel so mean me. Nothing gonna save me you from a love, love that's flying Slid into the, dark, the side dark side across the line. On the dark side
0: Bar Talk, hi. Hey. We are being greeted by the official podcast sponsor, Bartok the Yellow Lab. Hello, old friend. Yes, he's giving he's us uh, your... <laughs> licks of approval for uh, the Stranger Things. Wow. He's yeah. Like, just he's all over biting your wrist. Yep. I'm just a tasty, just like it, tasty <laughs> morsel. <laughs> yep. Just lick my whole <laughs> body. Now onto the legs. Let's cover those. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> really there nice we go, sticker. bud. Like Thanksgiving turkey. <laughs> 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 Yummy. All right. Okay, um, now. Okay. N- so. No so <laughs> it looks like. just, all right. So Stranger Things, it uh, it came out this year, 2016. It is on Netflix now. It just came out what a w- two weeks ago, something like that. Uh, like a, like five days ago. Five days ago, right when when we were recording this. Yeah. So, um, okay. So it is directed by uh the Duffer Brothers, the brothers Duffer. The brother is tougher. Um, stars Winona Ryder, and uh, the brief synopsis is: when a young boy disappears, his mother, a sheriff, and his friends must confront terrifying forces in order to get him back. Cool, I like that synopsis. Yeah, that's pretty good without giving too much away. Yeah. Um. So this is yeah. That's uh, better I, than the synopsis on Netflix. The synopsis on really? Netflix, <laughs> all I, I can't remember exactly what it says, but it's already like it lifts a bunch of shit that like does some some of which doesn't happen till later in the season and I was oh, like oh yeah. man yeah fuck that I like it short especially so this is a series I've been excited about for about two months now yeah me too um I've had my eye on it when I saw that they're doing uh like an 80s period piece horror series on Netflix I was like mm. are you fucking kidding me yeah like did you read my fucking mind yeah like it's exactly what I want yeah and it was exactly what I wanted yeah this is a perfect TV show. Yeah, in my mind, I can't describe how much I'm into this show. I don't think I've liked one season of a show any more in my entire life. It's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. It's perfect, man. Yeah. Like um, so so this is uh, they do. I don't know what these, I don't know where any of this fucking came from. I don't know who the Duffer Brothers are. No. I don't know where they've been. I don't know where they found all these goddamn kid actors why is everyone in the show such a good actor there are so many child actors in this and they're they can act just circles around uh, i don't know i've seen so many adults in like feature films that they can just like blow out of the fucking water yeah so basically to give like a little synopsis, like, we're not going to go, f- like, through the whole fucking thing, obviously, but we're just going to kind of talk about our feelings about it, but, um, basically, um, these four kids, uh, like playing D&D, yeah. very near and dear to my heart. That's I see Dungeons a lot of myself into them. all you You cool don't have you know, to fucking say. Everyone <laughs> know. knows. Man. Everyone, everyone knows, they are, If they aren't, they don't know, then they don't, they shouldn't know. Yeah. All right? All right. You know they don't, don't mention the ju- the the fact that they're playing Dungeons and Dragons for so the very last episode too. Do they actually say it? Yeah. Pay, pay the, in the in the exact last scene of really? the entire series. They say, finally say Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Because um, I was always wondering, maybe it's not. Maybe it's just maybe it's another, Pathfinder. Right? But I don't know. They didn't have. A, I think that was pretty much one of the only real tabletop games back then. Yeah. Uh, I think it takes place in like 1983. Is that it? 1983. I think so. Yeah, Indiana. Um, yeah, in Indiana, and they just nail it. So this kid. Uh, is riding home on his bike um one night after a session of d um It's probably they're probably like what, like 10 years old 12 years old yeah, like yeah. on the cusp uh, of puberty yeah. yeah i would say like 11 yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like they like they're on the cusp mm-hmm. and um and then he but gets incredibly taken. smart for 11 years yeah yeah and he gets taken by this unknown force yeah um why nona rider is the mother of that kid um and then the rest are pretty unknowns yeah um there's this guy, uh, David Arbor, who plays the Sheriff. My favorite character Hopper. In the show. And the guy is amazing. When I first saw the trailers, I thought it was a SARS guard. I thought it was one of the SARS Guard brothers. But mm. it's like one of the SARS guards had sex with Jim Gaffigan <laughs> <He doesn't. laughs> and made this guy, and he is so goddamn great. Like I, I can't I can't uh pump up how well acted this whole thing is. He's in like Black Mass recently. Um, quantum of solace. Actually, I think he was in newsroom. I think I've seen him in newsroom okay. before. I couldn't really. Yeah, he has a news newsroom. You're right. Okay. Uh, the equalizer. He was in some other movies that I couldn't really put my um finger on. Y- you've like he's one of those guys you you've seen him before, but he's my favorite character in the show. Of which there are many. I mean, every character in the show is so likable, relatable. And yet, that 80s twinge that the whole series has just gives it such a fucking cool, refreshing vibe. Like the score. I mean, it it sounds like a John Carpenter score. Man, it was so Carpenter. Ominous strings. I'm expecting to see Kurt Russell fucking come (laughs) in, banging through the door at any moment. But that 80s touch is so welcome and so well done. They nail every aspect of it like so good. This whole series is exactly what JJ Abrams was trying to do with, with super eight, 8 you but he her, I couldn't was gonna fucking say the exact do it same he couldn't thing. do it this is, exact, this is exactly this is exactly what that. he wanted that's exactly. exactly what he wanted but he he, he, he was c- close but he didn't get it right so and right. these they fucking got it they got what he wanted I, to do it's exactly what I thought yeah Yeah. so this is gonna get so many comparisons to, to the Spielbergs I mean this movie is a fucking love letter to Steven Spielberg 1980s movies right and that's fine with me because it does not feel like a regurgitation or just an homage this show is it's own thing and accomplishes like almost what I don't I mean it doesn't have those moments of like wonder of Steven Spielberg movies of fucking kids riding a bike over the moon but it's just done matter-of-factly and everything it, Well I mean there's kids riding bikes and flipping vans with their minds That's true but, but it doesn't you know it doesn't have that mystical little, little no, like no. teary-eyed Steven it's Spielberg It's not, it's not that whimsical like, like like whimsical. It's kids it's not for kids It's not for kids It's not for kids but, it's not a show for kids Super 8, what, uh, Super 8 I enjoyed Super 8 Eight. And that was such just like, I mean, it was very clearly J.J. Abrams' love letter to Steven Spielberg 80s movies. I mean, they, he wanted it to be Jaws meets Close Encounters of the of the Third Kind. And it just wasn't. The kid actors were not likable, not believable or relatable. The lead was boring. I don't like that actor. It wasn't scary. It wasn't effective. It Super 8, I mean, it sounds like I hate it. Well, I, I don't <laughs> mind it. I, I, I don't I, mind I, it either, but it's not. It, it just really missed the mark. It, it missed the mark. Yeah. You saw what it wanted. You can. It's very obvious to see what it wanted to be. I could picture JJ Abrams watching this show and just being like, "God damn, <laughs> 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 yeah, that. Yeah. He's like, "Ah, shit." Yeah. Oh man. And Then he goes back to his Kylo Ren life size action
2: figure. <laughs> and That's excellent.
0: Because what what I really see it as is, I mean, like you said, it it doesn't seem like an homage, but a lot of it really is. Like uh, like I see it as three. Uh, homages to different types of like hor- horror, like old thriller adventure movies. So, mm-hmm. like, <clears throat> sorry, beer burp there. Mm-hmm, nice, yeah. Um, so the kid plot line is like, uh, <clears throat> pardon me, <laughs> yeah. like, uh, like Goonies, like E.T., yeah. E. yeah, fairy, e. T. that kind of stuff. That's that is a, a lot of like the theme of it. Yeah. Um, the, te- the teenagers, uh, theme is kind is more of of like a like stand by uh, me-ish yeah or, or just like I guess uh, the kids are stand by me the whole thing kind of i, I can't by me to think, me. think of a direct comparison but it's really just it's like, 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 like like, fast te- times te- like teen, teen, High, teen horror kinda. and like uh, like the the type of roles uh they they kind of uh go against what you think the typical like right. idea of like where the girl's like oh well she's trying to be someone that she's not but like she kind of just is she's being who she truly is like and like um the bully steve like yeah. he's not that like he this guy's a dickhead asshole and i was expecting him to just like abandon her right in the middle of it like after he fucked her but he's actually like a good guy right you know what i mean i love that like that like they, had him like, come they back really like twist that. a lot of like the like the the teen like 80s movies like stereotypes totally, with, a, with yeah. a lot of in there and then with the adults, with uh, with David Arbor and Wynona Ryder, there's a lot of like uh, uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind and like The Brood, like stuff like like uh, the adults trying to find the kid and like solve this mystery. Um, I I see it's like a love letter to like so many different types of movies and taking these tropes. And it's I feel like it's three, the three set storylines with three groups of characters before they intertwine, are very much uh, enveloping these like ideas. Totally. Oh, of like old eighties films. And no, stuff yeah, like you're that, right. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all, each one is right. kind of an homage to a different Yeah, yeah, a and, different style. And that's what like man, like mm. it, it took it was like in the last episode and I binge watched this show, you know, in like three days, you know. Um I was just like, Man, like Every st- in in any TV show, there's always a storyline that's kind of whatever you know that you don't not as invested in. You don't care. I mean, that just didn't exist in no. this show. Every single. I mean, obviously, there's it one storyline, right? It is, but I mean, it's every character is, I like Winona Ryder and and Hopper and the cop. Like, I love their dynamic. The kids, they were great. The teenage was was maybe a little bit slower than the others, but like kept you along with it and really, man, there was just like. The pacing, the directing, it just—it didn't waste your time. And it's like the the show I no. kept thinking of in my head was like Fringe. It like really wasted zero times. time. Fr- that is a w- very good way to put it. Like it yeah. didn't waste my time. No. in with anything. And the pa- And you know, there, there's no and filler. That's not to all say, killer, no filler. All killer, no filler. And it's not to say that it's like this breakneck pace. I mean, even like the so- the more slow sentimental moments are appreciated. I look at shows like Fringe, which I consider myself to be a big fan of, and holy fuck does that show waste your goddamn time there was an episode that was a broadway musical episode do you remember that one well that's like that's a tradition I, at this point is to do a musical episode yeah, but okay. uh, but like well, also get rid of that tradition. but i mean that's also different because that's like a um like a monster of the week kind of show right you know uh, what i, mean? I told I, of course i know and they're completely yeah. different and I, and I do like fringe but it's you know it's the same issue with the walking dead which is why i stopped watching it and i have no desire to start again I was a big fan of the first two seasons, and when it felt like, okay, it's not only wasting my time, but it's kind of like, na 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 you watch another episode, that I was like, fuck this stupid show. <laughs> I just feel like The Walking Dead prides that's itself t- that's in wasting about, audiences' dude. time, man. You know. So and, we're both on board for hating The Walking Dead, right? Oh, you right? hate The Can Walking we Dead talk to too? Oh, I don't I, think we've talked about this oh, before. Oh, I fucking hate The Walking oh, dude. Dead. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, we just fist pumped for it. Yeah. Everyone. yeah totally that shows a piece of shit it's a cop-out nothing Nothing happens it's a nothing happens it's a trick yeah. The show's a trick.
1: Yep. And uh-huh.
0: a lot of people fell for it. <laughs> not me. Not after season two. Season two, like the whole sheriff versus I the deputy I made season ship, three, it. and then I, I gave well, up. I did, too. I, I love the comic book, and, but, and I read it so much of it, You know what? Just, like, you, okay, so yeah, you yeah. had that on me. And When people think, like, no, it's a of character. No, it's a zombies. It's like, no, is, it, is no, it, though? Because no, they, they kill off a major character every season. Describe a character season. to me. Right. <laughs> like, like, how are you going to make a – where does character development – What's the point of character development if the whole show is based around killing off your main characters? What's the point? I mean, what a time waster that stupid (laughs) show is. So, whatever. We're not talking about that right now. I mean, this is... I love everything about this because it isn't The Walking Dead. It actually cares about the characters, and it makes you care about it. And it doesn't, like... Walking Dead, it'll be like, there'll be scenes at a time where people are just staring at each other with no dialogue, and nothing's (laughs) advancing. That's not character (laughs) development. That is... Man, I don't know. Fuck that. I don't know what that is. Oh, man. That shit, it just, that was so, this, Stranger Things is so void of that. Every fucking moment, every line of dialogue means something in a plot. I I feel like that's a lot to be said about... uh, about that for Netflix in general because Netflix changes the game because uh, like HBO it's like well I mean even devoid of HBO like they don't have they don't have to abide by making every episode a certain length right for all different lengths they don't have to leave you on a cliffhanger right you know there's no cliff none of them end on cliffhangers no, but you just, they just still they end they're natural endings just of chapters and you still want to keep watching exactly you keep on living in that fucking world yeah and you want to know and did that zombie eat him or not yeah, and, and when the season fall. closes they could just never do another season of Stranger and Things and I, Perfect. there is nothing that I need to know about it I'm fine if they, if don't, they don't I'm do, fine with it I'm fine obviously I want more because I think yeah. they're great and it's what they did but like that yeah. story as far as I'm concerned is wrapped the fuck up totally totally you know? self encapsulating yeah it, it's yeah. perfect yeah uh, yeah, and so, I mean, you know, it is so. I mean, it it's kind of almost beats you over the head a little bit sometimes, I think, with the Steven Spielberg homages. I feel more. Sometimes I feel more of a. I'm so surprised that it's just not a Stephen King novel. Right. Well, you know what I mean? It's such a nod to Stephen. I mean, it reads like such a Stephen King. Totally. Like Yeah, yeah like Steven Spielberg directing a Stephen King right. book. Well, you know that Stephen like King, King has show. been tweeting about it. Really? Like oh, I been, bet he fucking he, has. He, I bet he loves he, it. He, he loves it. Yeah, he's been binge watching it and loves it. I mean, everything down to I. I love the uh, the title, um, the, the title sequence of it. Yeah, yeah I mean, how yeah. how fucking it's, Stephen it's King perfect. is that? That, that looks that's, like a that's probably cover what of got Stephen me of. the most pumped. Would yeah. maybe click it in general. I saw the title. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, that looks. Oh, as, I, as I know, soon, I know what that is. The first I know what that, scene scene that is. The I first see episode that. Episode when that yeah. synth started <laughs> playing, I was just like oh, shit, is the whole score going to be 80 cents? Yeah. And I that got me so excited. Yeah. <laughs> Man, yeah. I mean, it just brought me back to, like, Halloween or The Thing or something. And how many times Which is they have The Thing co- reference yeah, yeah, in that yeah. show? You yeah, know? they got homages everywhere. Oh, I was But The reading, Thing especially. Yeah, yeah. They have The Thing poster, Evil Dead poster. The, he's GD, watching The, the Thing at one point. I yeah, mean, yeah, I, yeah. I think The, the, the Monster uh, is kind of not based out yeah, off The Thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, um... The other world there me like silent hill a little bit silent hill totally yeah you know silent um, hill guillermo del toro kind of pans labyrinth creatures yeah the, um, the, the design the design of the monster is awesome and it, and it really did it was so perfect how little it shows you but like gave you enough like the first time you see it is that shadow when the kid's riding the bike in the first episode and you see that gangly tall man shadow and you don't know if it's a man or a monster and they play with that idea as the series progresses they, Some people think it looks like a man. So that was just clever. I mean, it's a clever monster. And to give it that face that's just a fucking big pussy mouth that opens, like, and to not actually have a face is a brilliant piece of monster. They do a great uh, job of of feeding you, like, what's going on as far as, like, what the rules are of what what this is, how this plot makes sense. Yeah. Because honestly, in the first four episodes, you're like, wow, wow." Um, I felt like, like, oh, man, I really hope this doesn't seem, like, convoluted and shitty. Right. Like, cause it seems like pretty fucking weird right now. Right. Like, it, But it really wasn't. They yeah. really fucking lay it out in a pretty simple way for you right. to get on board. You're kind of, you know, by, by, like you said, like the fourth episode in, you kind of have a concept of what's going on here. Yeah. And that was, so uh, did you ever watch Wayward Pines? No. So see, th- that's like a series with Matt Dillon and, uh, I don't know if it was on Fox or something. I, um, I watched a little bit of that. I watched the first couple episodes, and it intrigued me, and I liked it. And I was like, oh, this is cool. I like Matt Dillon a lot. But I could all, I mean, fucking three episodes in, I was like, this is raising more questions than are going to be answered in a satisfied way. It's like Lost. You know what I mean? It's like the polar bear thing in Lost. It's just like, there's no way to to satisfy all these questions and all these quandaries. It's like, it bit off way more than it could chew, and this series never did that. And also in Lost, they were just like writing, I, like making right. everything up as they would have wanted. Right. Yeah, it, I'll throw fucking right. a fucking polar bear. Well, no, we'll fucking figure right. it out. But it's still entertaining as hell. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, still like, the, the, it, it's very watchable and very entertaining. Um, who's your favorite character? Who do you think was Hopper, the best? The cop. Hopper. Really? I, okay. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Hopper's pretty great. I loved Hopper yeah. because, like, the, the way it fucks with like you said it fucks with these 80s tropes it fucks with our expectations of what these characters are and 100%. what we expect them to be and it fleshes them out as human beings And it's like dude what show does that you know even like walt yeah. walt or on um it, pre- it presents uh, you fringe came a character it presents you with the trope originally and then twist exactly like the the, yeah. the sheriff is of course he's like you're full of shit i don't believe any of this right. and then nope yeah i'm a badass i'm on your side i'm gonna fight for you. Just, yeah. the mom is just like oh she's just fucking crazy and but she's, she's like, not yeah she's not she, crazy yeah, yeah. you know the bully is just a piece of shit he's not who is so you who know? is your favorite character um i think the most well acted was dustin the toothless kid the kid with the list yeah he's fucking crazy. fantastic so good the kid's so fucking yeah great. he's so good and you he's buy so it too good. it's like you get he's the smart nerd like he's figuring this shit out like, that and eleven 11, like yeah, that girl. Yeah, she was really good. Really good. She probably deserves an award more than him. Yeah, because she does a lot of Because she doesn't anything. have to say, yeah, she doesn't say much. So a lot of just like reacting, promise? like in the face. Friends. And it's like, wait, you're fucking 11 years old. Yeah. You can pull this off? I couldn't pull that shit off in my life. Man, some of the dialogue in this show was better than dialogue in E.T. Oh, man, the whole, dude. when she asks, she's like, what's a promise? And he describes what a promise is and what friendship is and how that those themes keep coming up, you know? It's just like, dude, this show is fucking deep <laughs> like, <laughs> and that girl committed she was yeah like, to get her to shave her head i guess she was like pretty did you hear what they did fun. to get her to shave yeah, they her, shave her head. like mad max yeah, they her, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like charlie's there and pretty that cool pretty right smart. she's like yeah and look at like that <laughs> she's gonna she's gonna probably have a fucking awesome career ahead of her you know yeah man she i mean it's just like yeah in, in some of those like fringe episodes not to like hark on that comparison too much but i felt just like a lot of you know similarities between them but some of the acting in french sucks you know and there were episodes when there were like the observer kids that were like very similar to yeah, yeah. not just because they had no hair but not being able to communicate you know uh, on the same wavelength and stuff like that and um yeah I, you know she with her eyes her eyes are so expressive in the acting and it's like yeah she she sold it man she was great i don't know how many kids they went through to find those I've, kids. all those kids yeah because that's just what blows them away. It's the like JJ Abrams couldn't find fucking every actor he had in that movie. Well, I don't know if it was the dialogue or the script, but those kids just were fucking uninteresting and unbelievable. These kids, I'd buy it, you know? Because what, what uh, like, demanding roles those are. And, yeah. like, I want to, uh, yeah, I just want to know how many they went through for each yeah. role to find Yeah, that kid. Like, the adults I get, but the, God damn it, those kid actors. You're right. You and, know you saying? know, it, it was, um, like, by episode six. What I loved is there were so many serious threats in the show. The, there's the monster. There's mm-hmm. the bullies that pick on the kids. There's Steve, you know, and like the teenage guys who who fight the other kid. Hawkins Lab. Right. Yeah. I mean, there there are legitimate threats, and you and none of them are like less dangerous than the other ones.
1: No. And <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what
0: I mean. And I loved that about it. I was like, fuck, like I'm genuinely so invested and like scared for these characters. Like that that little kid bully making them jump off a fucking cliff right like, yeah they're all that scene was yeah, so they're intense. all pretty equal <laughs> right. like they're all yeah they're all gonna f- try to fuck you up right They're all gonna try to fucking kill you right and they and that yeah that childhood like nastiness and that shit i mean that shit's scary you know and that shit's real and they really kind of tapped into that and it's like at times those bullies were just as intimidating as the monster was you yeah, know yeah. so so all right so safe to say we both uh we're both fans oh, oh, So you know what Another similarity I'm going through my notes Fuck The Walking Dead I have here <laughs> <laughs> um, You wrote that down? Yeah oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, We should just do A whole podcast About how bad The Walking Dead is And um, why you're wrong I'm so down <laughs> um, Last thing I wrote This show is what Super 8 Super 8 wanted it to be um, Yeah 100% But a, a, a movie I found this Really similar to Which I really like Is The Mist The Mist Okay yeah yeah Oh yeah Um in, Most fucked up endings ever seen in a movie. Right? Holy shit. Let's not spoil that. Yeah. Anybody who hasn't seen The Mist, it's based off a Spielberg novel. I mean, uh <laughs> Stephen King novel. Stephen King. Well, was it Spielberg that directed it? I don't think it was. Mm, no, no. It was somebody no. who No. I no. do know the director's name, but it's escaping me right now. It's, um, yeah, I mean, it, it The Mist is fucking awesome. And, um, they came out with that black and white version of it, too. Have you oh, ever really? Seen that? No. The director, why am I forgetting the name? I'll look it up real quick. Um, the director originally wanted the movie. Oh, it's Frank Darabont. Frank Darabont, who did the yep. Walking <laughs> <right>. Dead pilot. <laughs> the pilot, Full which circle. is really good. Of Walking First Dead. circle, yeah, because they have dude, because like everyone from the Walking everyone Dead, is, Walking in the Dead <laughs> is in the mist. <laughs> yeah, yep. yeah. He, yeah, Frank 100%. Darabont uses the same fucking yep. yeah. So, so he wanted that movie to be in black and white. Um, and really, it, yeah, he pushed for that originally. He pushed for it originally. That's the, dope. The, the studio was like, nah, not happening. Thought, um, oh man so they that re- would, that's great. Yeah, so they released it in color. I saw it in theaters with a friend in color and we were both blown away by it and then we bought it when it came out. And they re- and with the DVD there came the black and white version and the black and white version is better. Really? Really is. I mean just all the I was sh- thinking about it right now I'm thinking that about that think m- coming out right. and grabbing him in black and white that right. looks so much cooler. Just the way the mist looks like in a drive-in black and white. movie. Exactly, exactly. It has such a more 50s monster movie connotation to it and it and it works so well with that. So I'd recommend The Mist to anybody, um, and especially the black and white version, is absolutely worth uh, seeking out. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that. Yeah, it's similar I, for a lot of reasons. I won't get into too many specifics. but um, There's one last thing I want to say about Stranger Things, but I don't remember. Oh, yeah. Okay, so one, um, another little homage thing, I guess, that they did is all of the cop uniforms are ripped directly from Jaws. Yeah, the Jaws cops. Yeah. It's pretty sick. It's great. Yeah. Uh, down to even like the shape of the patches and all mm-hmm. that stuff everything that Hopper yep. wears is like right. trying to like uh, I suppose because it is like pretty much channeling like Ray Schneider's like right oh Roy Schneider's right, yeah. uh, there's like spirit right <laughs> like, yeah. he, he's the cop that's kind of in over him. his head yeah it's like he knows he fucking right. knows no one else knows but I fucking right. know right yeah i'm gonna take care of it and that was another thing. And, and i don't want i don't want to spoiler too much right. because i'm sure there's people it, it's out right now fucking watch it if you have yeah i think I'm that sure. was a pretty good uh spoiler that was a good spoiler, spoiler for, for me and you that was review. pretty good yeah we didn't we didn't yeah. really ruin too much right yeah 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 because it's I, yeah we should you know i, mean, I don't walk, think we should i want anyone listening new, watch this even shit. though for netflix yeah. pretty much in like the first six days like people like everyone like binged it oh yeah i've but been like, plugging dead last podcast good, on like people's yeah. facebook i've been like trolling people <laughs> hey has anybody seen this show It's so scary i'm like oh you guys like that yeah check it out check it, so it out but yeah it's good that we can just tell you be like hey watch it right now and you definitely yeah. have i think you're definitely a, able to watch right. all of it right now we're pretty enthusiastic about it yeah and i love it i mean if you like 80s horror movies if you like steven spielberg if you like john carpenter if you like like, E.T. or fucking Jaws or any of these movies are done. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. I mean, it's impossible not to like. It's done it so fucking well. I, I want to know how it feels for people, like, who are, like, 18 right now. Yeah, watching it? I want to know how that feels. I want to know yeah. if they know if it's good or not. Because, like, as as us watching that, obviously, this is fucking made for us. Yeah. You yeah. know? It's oh, tugging okay. in all the right strings. Yeah. Like, it knows what we want. Like, I want to know... If, if you were a young person and you've watched this show, I want to know how you feel about it. Yeah. You know, I would. I Get mean, when I, If I saw this when I was 18, I think I would really like it as well. I don't think I'd be I as I like, obsessed so. with it as yeah, I am yeah, yeah. now, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's it, I mean, it's like I think that sums it up better than anything to say. Like, this is what Super 8 wanted to be. Mm-hmm. This is an homage to Steven Spielberg, to Stephen King, to, you know, 80s horror movies, monster creature films. But it's just done in all the ways that you want it to be done you know so right so what do you rate i honestly i would give it fucking 10, out, it, 10, stars. It 10 out of 10 i'm giving straight 10, 10 stars dude. straight fucking 10 oh i told netflix i'm giving you five netflix <laughs> they have a stupid five it's star so right. goddamn perfect yeah, to me. i can't yeah. recommend it enough i'm with you on that i think a lot of people feel that way which yeah, i'm very totally. excited about yeah it's great it's, it's awesome to see i mean i think on um rotten tomatoes it's in the 90s it's in like the mid 90s that's right? great yeah. something that's like like legitimately just all the way around, strong yeah. fucking just art, can't you, no bullshit. Right. Yeah, like can't find and, a, and a everyone fault. is acting, is, is writing, all for it. directing, practical effects, scares, concepts. I mean, it just fucking fires on all cylinders. Yeah. The fact that everyone can can have access to that and yeah. get behind it yeah. is a win for totally. all. I agree. All, for all art it, like it, that, yeah, it's a beautiful. You know, sign it's just only going to yeah. show that like make more stuff like yeah. this, dude. Yeah, like give us. Smarter horror, and people yes. will respond. Take Shark Lake with Dolph Lundgren off Netflix. <laughs> Give us more Stranger Things. Exactly. People aren't idiots. Give us some fucking substance. We'll latch on it. Like, like we were talking about James Wan a little bit earlier. I'm not the biggest fan, yeah. but I 100% always appreciate the fact that, you know, he's showing people that you can make horror movies, right. and they can make money, and, and people they like them. And that is an, an undeniable... Fact that he brings that to the table and helps horror yeah. in such a giant way, and that's what it's something I really appreciate about Stranger Things, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah, um, great. So that's about it. Closing it out, a, baby. That's a wrap. That's yeah. a wrap. It, episode covered two, uh, two current things. Two current topical things. as hell. We even touched on fuck. the um, Black Lives Matter movement, which was cool. Black Ghost Lives Matter. Black Ghosts Matter Lives. Black after Lives Matter. Black after Lives Matter you know spectral jeff i think not, is not racially Hispanic. but like but if you are a ghost who is covered in a blackish ichor i shouldn't have even brought that up at the end we were going of out a high note, and then we went back we towards. were going on high now and then you brought up yeah, uh ghost color politics right. i don't even think right. it's race really i don't think it's considered about race it's more about you know like how you died right. you know what i mean yeah because i I picture ghosts are discriminated by yeah you know if you're burnt or perhaps drowned in oil or died in a dirty place perhaps it'll be a spooky black ghost or if you strive on darkness right you know like you will live like that but i like i said before i'm gonna mirror the fact that i picture special jeff as a greenish hue Mm -hmm. um and, always, tr- and also transparent. I always looked at him as kind of a classic white ghost, like just with like like the cat, like cat, like transparent, but not like a sheet ghost, but kind of like Casper. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm more of a. I can't picture a good comparison right now, but I'm definitely going like a green glow. Yeah, I like that. I like give him a green aura. Green aura, like Mr. Burns when he was an alien in the Simpsons episode. Sure. Yeah. Cool. Like that. Um. Right. any plugs we're gonna release this next thursday next thursday next thursday or monday we don't even have a set day anymore should we release it on monday let's put it out on monday well we're gonna put it out next monday yeah let's put it out on monday um in that case i do have a plug um the 26th of this month july 26th i'll be hosting my uh dj residency drunken doja monkey and friends at wonder bar um and also Dude. as a um, related plug I um I usually try to put out a mix every summer for Drunken Doja Monkey um and I started my mix recently and it is a shark movie themed mix Nice So yeah um perfect I'll uh, we'll have to play some of that on here when it's uh, when it's completed but um yeah it's going to have some clips from shark movies and uh kind of have that theme to it so Nice yeah We'll switch through I don't know any of my i know i have dates next week but i don't remember what they are mm. um nice. i think i'm at improv boston on saturday cool Twi- the third the maybe next the saturday, saturday. Not the 23rd 23rd i'm at lincoln's but that's gonna come out after
1: yeah
0: i don't know it doesn't matter uh follow Thunderbar comedy on facebook and you find out yeah uh exactly what i'm doing or add brandon valley on facebook let's be friends just because you're a fan doesn't yeah. mean you can reach out you can't reach out to us and add you know us as people instead of just our brand yeah totally you know yeah luke beemond on facebook y'all. luke beemond brandon valley reach out to hit us hit us up yeah keep tweeting at dead last podcast um and uh, instagram too at Dead last podcast um, yes sir email dead last horror at gmail and hit us up. Anything fucking anybody wants to say, talk no, about. No. Talk to us. No one wants to talk to us. Everyone wants to listen, which yeah, is great. Right. But we want to talk to you. We want a relationship. And especially, yeah. I want to find out if you're a young person. If mm. if you are an 18 year old kid, if you're between 18 and 23, let me know how you feel about Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah, t- yeah. Tweeted us. Let us know your thoughts on Stranger Things. I know a lot of my friends are watching it, and I'll, and when I told them that like I was doing the podcast tonight on Stranger Things, a lot of people. We're like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to, you know, check that out. And I'm watching it right now. So maybe by the time this comes out on Monday, I'll, I, I'm sure a lot more people will have finished it, you know, like within this week. So tweet it us. Let us know your thoughts and we'll, um, you know, we'll we'll touch on it for the next episode. Dope. This has been a sweet guestless episode. Yeah, fuck yes. Back to the old uh, Trill Twosome. It's me and you, buddy. And uh, we'll play out on a clip from... Uh, that great film, uh, Radio. Oh, God. Are you familiar, Luke? That's nah, one of my favorites. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Of course we are familiar. It's our favorite movie. Yeah. Um. So we're going to play a clip from Radio. Yeah. And then uh, phase out of here. Amen. Hey, man. Peace. Uh, yeah, peace. yeah fucking deadheads. <laughs> Later, deadheads. <laughs> Bye. Kill all these
1: motherfuckers. I'm sick, sick, sick of this shit. I'm sick of this shit. I'm so fucking tired of this shit. Fuck this shit fuck you fucking, you fuckin' dirtiest shit! I'm gonna kill all you motherfuckers! Come on! Come on up here, motherfucker! Oh.